This is Van Color. Hey folks, my name is Mo Amir and this is Van Color, British Columbia's bonafide culture and politics TV talk show right here on Check and Check Plus. Tonight, have the last two years had an impact on dating culture? And as getting tested took on a whole new meaning in the dating world, what are the very first things that you should do when it comes to dating if you're single and looking? Our first guest tonight will break it down for us. She is the founder of Renew Breakup Bootcamp. She's been featured on Good Morning America, Vogue, Glamour, Nightline, and the front page of the New York Times. Her book, Breakup Bootcamp, The Science of Rewiring Your Heart, is available now, and it even scored a major endorsement from Ariana Huffington. A modern-day, real-life Carrie Bradshaw, she is Amy Chan Amy. So nice. Nice to see you. Hi, nice to see you too. Thanks for being here. I have to ask you, you are the dating guru. You, you see the matrix. You know all the mistakes I've already made in my dating life and that I will make in my dating life, even without knowing me. When we look at how much the world has changed in the last two years with this global pandemic, how has it affected dating culture? It's definitely affected dating culture. <laughs> so the first thing is there's been an uptick in people going online to try to find a relationship. And we've entered an era of what's called intentional dating. Mm. So we've seen an uptick of people actually looking for a relationship and being very clear and communicating their intentions right up front. Wow, so they're not wasting people's time anymore. Yeah, and especially in this climate where there's a lot more anxiety about meeting up, people are more careful to filter if they actually even want to meet the person, if there's an alignment, if their vaccination views are the same. <laughs> Very important. Yes. Does that now become a big priority of like having that making sure that your views or maybe even political views are very much aligned? Vaccination status is a huge thing. So yeah. even on the apps, it is a question that you can answer so that people know upfront. And people are very clear about that before they actually meet up. But right. what you're also seeing is FaceTime dates, they're a thing. Do you think those will stick around? Is that still going to be like a pre-meet before you actually go on a in-person first date? I think that we'll still see it because it's actually a really great way of screening someone. Is it? Even see <laughs> if, you know, is there any sort of rapport at all? And you'll be able to tell by just a FaceTime meet. Right. And, and so I think that it could be helpful, but you're going to see a little bit less as anxiety of meeting up becomes a little bit less as things hopefully level out with the pandemic. If a FaceTime meet goes bad, can I just blame it on the technology? Sure. Say the lighting wasn't right. I, I need to get a new uh, selfie ring, the, the light ring. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's giving me an out. I like that. Okay. So do we think that this trend of perhaps more serious dating will stick around post-pandemic or will there be a renaissance for hookup culture or more casual dating once things start to relax a little bit? Yeah, the idea was that once people were vaccinated and people were able to go out again, that there's going to be this uptick of people just wanting casual fun. Yeah. But we've actually seen the opposite. Oh. And, and sometimes what happens is it takes a, a really big event 
and in this case, a pandemic, for people <laughs> to really stop and and reflect on what is it that they actually want. Yeah. And so that's what the pandemic did. It caused people to go inward, look at what are their values, what do they want, and having to go through the pandemic, a lot of them alone, they've realized like, actually, I don't want to go through that again. I sure. want a relationship. Yeah. So you've also seen people who have been perpetually single, who've been like, you know, I have all the time in the world. The pandemic hits and like, oh, actually, I don't. I want to actually create a committed relationship. Yeah, fascinating. And that, ma that makes so much sense because it has changed how we look at things, whether that's career or, you know, what we're doing with our lives. So it makes sense that it would translate into the dating world as well. I have to ask you, if someone is single and looking and they're trying to get into the dating world right now, what would you recommend the first three things that they do um, before they, you know, really put themselves out there? Okay. So I think that you can look at dating like it's a dating funnel. And on the very top of that, that's lead generation. And that is just your way of meeting people to see if there's a potential fit for a natural date. Right. And so this might mean you go out of your comfort zone and you start that online profile. Mm. This might mean you ask for friends to do setups. This might mean you join meetup groups where there's a common interest, but you want to really be strategic and get as much lead generation as you possibly can. That's number one. Number two, is I think people get really stuck on this idea of the type. And mm. they're like, no, I only will date someone who is between this age and this age or a height requirement. Right. And that really stops them from having the potential to meet someone who could be a really great fit. So if you're on a dating app, start changing your preferences so that you can widen that pool right. of people. And I would say the number three thing is it could be anxiety ridden to go out and date again, especially if you've been, you know, at home most of these two yeah, years. Yeah, in a time of anxiety, right? Yeah, and just remember <laughs> that everyone is in the same boat. Mm. Other people are also, you know, doing this for the first time. They have the jitters as well. Right. And so try to... I know it sounds cliche, be yourself, but in the way of understanding that if you go on a date and you try to have your representative come out, you're overcompensating and, you know, bragging or whatnot, that's not going to create a connection. So get Get prepared with- Flexing is not going to create a good impression. Flexing, no, <laughs> no. But what will is being prepared with some questions that can allow for meaningful conversation. Mm, got it. Okay, so I'm thinking of the hopeless romantic now, someone who has had trouble finding the one or a one, I suppose. What is preventing people who find themselves perpetually single, perhaps, from finding love? All right. I think there's two things. Okay. The number one thing is there's this idea of uh, that love is this, you lock eyes with someone and it's this intense feeling. And That's it, what movies taught and, me, right, by the way. Right. You're indoctrinated <laughs> from, from fairy tales to, you know, movies to television shows. And they're all saying the same thing, that yeah. love is intense and it's so exciting, but that's actually not love in reality. Mm. And so if you're chasing this high, these ups and downs and intensity, you're going to be disappointed because your expectations aren't realistic. So right. that's number one. Number two is don't be stuck on the type. 
human beings are drawn to what's familiar. Mm. And so chances are the people that are in your type are going to be people who can have a very similar emotional experience. And so what you want to do is say, throw out the type, stop optimizing for things that actually don't matter, like height, like money, like looks, mm. and the things that actually do matter and the research supports us in long-term committed relationships are things like aligned values, mm. empathy, kindness, and ability to work through the ups and downs together. Those are the things that actually matter. So optimize for the things that actually are going to make a difference. Yeah, I love it. Okay, no more flexing. That's what I take out of this conversation. <laughs> Thank you so much. I know you help so many people navigate this complicated world of dating. So I appreciate you being here. Thank you. Nice to see you. Folks, that was Amy Chan, founder of Renew Breakup Bootcamp. Find her book, Breakup Bootcamp, The Science of Rewiring Your Heart, wherever you buy your books. It is a must-read about dating and relationships. I'm Mo Amir. This is Van Culler. Yeah.